Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our studio, where today we will talk about how to craft an exit plan for your small business. Hello, Michael. Hello, Anna, and thank you, everyone, for joining us today. This is an important topic, isn't it? At some point, we may Uh, decide we want to step away from what we're doing. And in fact, a lot of times we will ask uh, some of the small business owners, what is your exit strategy? In fact, a lot of times we'll give advice that you should have exit strategy in mind before when you're starting your business, because that will influence your strategy or your business plan. Absolutely. Uh, There are things you might put up with when you're running your business as the owner that someone else buying your business won't put up with. So you have to have that exit strategy in mind because it'll make you sharper in the way you run your business. And today we want to share with you four tips you should consider when you put your exit strategy. So I think that at the very beginning, you should evaluate if you already have started your business, you should evaluate your operational health. Think about the fact that you're hoping one day you'll find somebody who wants to buy what you have and they look at your your internal numbers. Let's say you've been kind of sloppy in in pushing on accounts receivable. You're letting people lag to 60 days to 90 days uh, when it should be 30, not 30. Uh, That's one of those things you'd assess in your evaluation of your operational health and say, I got to I got to clean that up. Or maybe I'm carrying twice the inventory I really need to, to carry. Uh, and I'm paying money to carry that inventory. And that's come out of my cash flow. And that's not healthy. And somebody else will evaluate that and say, that's sloppy. Then clean it up. Try to always keep that kind of clean. Because when the time comes that you want to exit the business, you don't want them looking at that and saying, oh, this has not been well managed. And you should be talking to a financial uh, advisor or accountant, bookkeeper, because we had another episode talking about how you should select um, your accountant and bookkeeper, but they will be the one who will give you some advice how to clean these things up to make Mm -hmm. sure that you look very attractive inside your business. Another piece of that, think about accounts payable. If you're slow to pay your accounts, uh, you know that that hurts your credit rating if you're if you're falling behind. Uh, you don't want that showing up on uh, on any details about your business. So again, talk to your financial advisor and help them sharpen how you understand your operational health and what actions you need to take to always keep it looking healthy. Good for good for owning it yourself, but even better if the time comes that you want to sell it. Uh, and, and I'll just add to this: what, what if somebody walks in one day and says, "I want your business." Here's what I'm willing to pay, but I have to do due diligence. And that's when they want to look at your operational health. Would you be ready for that if that opportunity were suddenly in front of you? Hmm. Yes. Oh, he, yes. It's, it's very important. In fact, even when IRS walk into your business, you should have a clean books. That's my philosophy. You mm-hmm. want to go to bed and sleep, uh, sleep right. 
But uh, that, that's, that's why we suggest that our first tip will be evaluate your um, operational health. Um, and number two, we uh, discuss with Michael before we started our podcast that you should be assessing the market conditions. Extremely important because he mentioned, you know, if someone else or someone walks into your business and would like to buy your business, okay, we're talking about supply and demand. <laughs> Yes. Now, if you are in an industry that um, everything, all the businesses are going up and you will be increasing profits, okay, you're in a good position, but make sure that you capture that with your price, when you price, if you are selling your business. Yes, we're talking about the, the not just the value of the moment, but the value of the, over the next 10 years. You want to gain, you want to achieve some of that value for yourself when you sell it, because that's opportunity for the next buyer that it's going to grow. So if you're in a growth industry, you ought to be accounting for that. If you're in industry that's in decline, you have a different kind of challenge there. Uh, what do you have to give up because it doesn't look uh, quite as strong as it could look as a market? Uh, do you have new products coming online? Uh, have you looked at other markets that you might want to consider going into before you sell the business? Because they would give you an opportunity for growth versus the the decline of the current market you're in. Those are all things to be thinking about in terms of market conditions and how do they affect the value of your business? Uh, number three, ask yourself what is, what is in your heart? This is really getting you to look at uh, how you feel about the people you work with, your employees. That's one of the issues. Uh, or family members who might be involved. Or, or friends, or they become friends, uh, are you ready, one, to step away? Uh, are you ready to do something else in your life? Some people call it retirement. Others just call it, I'm changing careers. Uh, are you ready to sell the whole thing? Uh, do you want to stay on as a consultant for a bit to, to advise? Are you only willing to sell a piece and you're going to keep a piece? Those are all complicated questions to answer. But you have to ask what's in your heart. It's extremely important. Do you want to leave legacy? Like you said, uh, Michael, I think it, it's important uh, for you to answer this question and no one else can answer that question. Mm -hmm. um, are you okay with just um, changing some of some other business, uh, another person from the street coming and taking over your business? Because uh, remember, I mean, we get attached to our businesses and sometimes it is very tough, even if we have to transfer it to one of our uh, family members. Mm -hmm. That's totally different succession planning with family business. Before I forget that we should be, we should be starting uh, some podcast on the family business challenges, but that's another subject. I just wanted to uh, drop it now with Michael. So yeah, what is, what is deep in your heart? Now we're just looking at you, Anna, and thinking to myself, you've put an awful lot of years and in work into AFF Research, which is our, our parent organization for these podcasts. And uh, yeah, I can imagine with all that blood, sweat, and tears that goes in, it's not easy to let go. So you have to ask yourself what's in your heart and, and when are you going to be ready? Um, and uh, yeah, what, what, are there family members who might step in? And if they, if they did, are you ready to let them run with it? Or how much are you going to dabble at the side because you're not sure they're ready yet? Uh, those are all complicated things that we'll be talking about in other ways in our family business webinars. But you need to ask yourself those questions too. 
what do you, how do you want to sell it? Do you want to sell all of it or a little bit of it? Uh, and uh, what does your heart tell you? And our last tip is establish a time frame because if you know that, hey, I will do this in five years, in 10 years, things change. Your yes. plan change. And you know, and the other thing before we forget uh, and miss that opportunity to share with you is like, even if today you decide that this is your exit strategy, for example, you decide that today you will be selling the business and you take all the steps for selling the business in five years and down the road, you decide that and you had a family member saying, hey, you know what? You can transfer this business to us. You can change your exit strategy. So don't think that you're locked or it's concrete. So if you today you say, uh, the time frame will be five years. You got to this five years of getting closer. Oh, you know, I don't think I'm ready yet. You can change that. It's it's really like having a will. And a good attorney will tell you, you ought to change your will every five years because it get outdated. Uh, the exit plan is the same way. I, I know that when I wanted to leave one career and start a new one, I really began the planning five years in advance. And then about four years in, I went to see a person and say, I'm, I'm ready to step away. And they said, do you understand that you're going to leave a lot of money behind? Because in my case, I wasn't going to be vested for another two years. And then I didn't understand that, 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 that I misunderstood, I guess, that this was a very late vesting process for this organization. It meant I had to spend another three years. A little hard, but it's, it's incredible when you set that date, that you change your mind set a little bit. So the way you think about the, the business is going to change. And it's a healthy change. I really think it is when that time comes, it's good to set that time and give yourself the five years to put things in position. Don't don't wait until you've only got six months to do it. Yes. Uh, you don't want again, you don't want the person walking in the door saying, Hey, I'll pay you uh, 14 million for your business. Well, is it worth 16 million? Is it worth 12 million? Or is it worth 14 million? You don't know unless you've put together an exit plan and you're keeping it current. Yeah, and, and, that will, and that will influence everything what you do every single day. It will, um, it will influence your operations. It will influence every single thing. So think about, take time to think about that and put some steps in place. And, and Anna and I have both been in multiple businesses. So don't think that selling a business means the world ends. There are other opportunities ahead of you as Absolutely. there have been for us. Absolutely. So we hope we gave you today a few things, four tips, I should be more concrete, to think about when you are putting together and crafting your exit strategy. Thank you for listening to us. You've been listening to the Small Business Survival Conversation Podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening.